Hey everyone, welcome back to One of I by Misa. I'm Abby. I feel like we're both a little bit like in a merp place today. We are. And it's like, I want to shake it off and get it off me. Me too. I want to shake off the PMS too. I know. Yeah. So basically I'm like just being a moody bitch because A, I'm getting my period and um, I was just telling Abby earlier that John's really bad at taking pictures. And so my psychotic ass was like, you know what? Just don't take the picture then. Like, you don't know what you're doing. And I freaked out. And so now I'm in a bad mood. I just had this thought that because when I send my coach progress pictures every week, so this is a long convoluted story for no reason, but basically I used to have Jesse take them on Sundays. Yeah. But my treat meal is usually on Saturday. So I was always on Sundays, like hanging on to like water weight and stuff from the treat meal. Right. So I started taking them on Wednesdays, but Jesse at work on Wednesdays. So I just started using the self-timer and taking them myself. I know, but like I, so I have been, you guys will hear about this uh, probably health obsession of the week, but um, (laughs) I have purchased a few Lululemon sets because y'all know I love a power set, but it's like chilly in the morning. So I just get like um, the new, the jacket. It's like a thin jacket and the matching leggings. So now I have one that's red, which Danielle lovingly said, that I look like a ketchup bottle, which is true. But I was gonna say flaming hot Cheeto. Yeah, that too. And like I was, but I've been calling myself the flaming Latina in the red. And John said I shouldn't call myself that, but I'm not listening. But I said you shouldn't call yourself that because people won't won't, won't make the connection unless you make it for them. Well. I'm letting y'all know that that's what I call myself. So if you see me in red, just yell it out the window if you're driving by. Is it a bird? It's a, is it a plane? No, it's a flaming Latina. <laughs> that's your superhero name. Yeah. So anyway, I want to take a picture to send to Danielle. And um, John like just was like standing and like moving as he took it. And he's like, here you go. And granted, like, maybe my face just looks like that. But I was like, this is the worst picture. How dare you give this to me and just take one? Like, I was crazy. So, But I also uh, think that this is, like, a epidemic that needs to be addressed amongst the male species. Like, you guys will just be so much happier as people if you just learn how to take a goddamn picture of your girl. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just... I know it's annoying, but it's way more annoying to go back and forth for 20 minutes than to just do it right from the get-go. I know. I, I just... I know why they don't get that. I'm like, please, I don't want laundry in the background. I don't want anything that's trash. Like, anything that, like, looks like shit, just clean it up. Let's, or, like, not not that he has to clean it. I would never be like, John, clean my, my p- picture space for me. But, like... All I'm saying is, like, do you mind just angling it so that we're not showing my underwear on the ground over there? Like, anyway, so I'm in, like, a weird, wacky mood right now. So to the point that I'm drinking Prosecco at 10.22 a.m. Actually, I'm a, a mimosa. Hey, good for you. Yeah. I'm not trying to um, get through all of my alcohol, like, because we're moving. So I have like all of this alcohol that's like open that I need to finish. I've been trying to like drink it all. And it's become like almost a challenge. You know, I I can't not accept the challenge. I know. So Jesse's been trying to get creative with the the cocktails because Jesse is a former bartender. Jesse was a bartender for like ever. So he's like really good at like creating concoctions. I'm less... It's not that I'm not creative. It's that I'm quite lazy and I just would rather just bottle to the face then like shake things and mix oh things God. and rim things anyway so last night he made me this i don't know if it was vodka or tequila but it was 
with sparkling flavored, strawberry flavored sparkling water, fresh strawberries, and strawberry sour patch kit. I saw that. Was it good? Oh my God. It was life-changing, especially when the like the sugar coating melted off the Sour Patch Kids. And Toward the bottom. Sweet. Mm, I could drink one right now. Did you eat the kids when it was done? Hell yes, I did. They Just were wondering. super sticky after sitting in booze for that's a while. That's my, fa- my favorite. It, that's why I like edibles so much, especially like the jelly kinds, because I'm like, because like they're stuck in my fucking teeth and I love that shit. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> it's so weird. I know. But it's funny how like we've been coping because we're still in quarantine. Still in quarantine. And today's vibe is the COVID-19. And we're not talking about the virus itself. We're talking about the additional 19 pounds that comes with being in quarantine. Mm-hmm. We're going on 10 weeks now. Going on 10 weeks, which has like, been... I think, actually, no. By by the time this comes out, it'll be 11 weeks, I think, next week. This is, te- this is week 10, I think. I was talking to my girlfriend, Crystal. She was texting me because she was saying how she listened to the podcast. Um, and... She she has like a company called Crystal's Cookies where she bakes and her cookies are excellent. Mm. Um, but we were talking, girl. Yeah, they're really good. And um, I'll send you her IG. But um, we were talking about it, and we were just saying. She said, like, you know, initially it was like everybody is so shocked, you know, and that like, and you don't know what to do, so everybody like loses their routine, and now we're forced to find a routine in quarantine. Yeah, you know, like now it's like yeah. it's it's almost like the shock is wearing off. Mm-hmm. And now we have to like pull our our adult pants on and mm-hmm. be like, what the fuck are we going to do from here on out? Because we can't we can't be in that state of panic and shock all the time. We got to reel it in and figure out like a plan now from yeah. until we go back to quote unquote normal or yeah. whatever the next normal step is. Yeah, I feel like I've been seeing lately a lot of people like a little bit more relaxed on their um stringent distancing policies i'm seeing a lot more like six foot apart outside dinners and shit like that and maybe that's because it's nice out now when in the beginning of all of this it was a little bit cooler but i'm also kind of like guys like we it's still our job to be responsible if we want normalcy to return again well i said this sorry go ahead no, no, go. I was saying this to you the other day. I was like, this, okay. So the analogy is a little weird, but like where, you know, like when, I mean, I don't know about you guys, I guess I could speak for myself, but like, if you've ever been with somebody and you're having unprotected sex and you're like, are you good? Am I good? Okay. Like, let's do it. Like, yeah. this is the unprotected sex of viruses. Like oh where, God. you know what I mean? Like where, like for me, I'm like, oh, well I'm with my dad all the time. So now I can be with my mom. Not not in a sexy way. That was that was a really bad way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was like a really bad I didn't way. even put the sexy way together, um, which is, I don't know what that says about me, but no, I get what you're saying. But you know what I mean? Like I spend yeah. time with my dad at work all the time. And so then in turn- Because he's with he's, your mom, you can he's be with, with my mom. mom. Yeah. I can be with my mom, right? Yeah. Like, And so you're going to start finding those little branches of pockets of people, like where it's like almost- Oh, okay, like, well, they're doing this. So, and if I'm here, then we can do it together or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a little, I understand that, but that's how it's going to be to integrate back in. I think like where it's going to be like, you're slowly kind of testing the waters. My work scary. has already said that we are in going to be remote until September 15th at the earliest. Whoa. 
And that when we do, there will likely be some sort of like phasing back in. So like, it has to be only the incremental teams need to go in. Maybe there's like an AV schedule. Like obviously they're going to have to space out our desks more than right. they already are and stuff like that. But actually one of my colleagues sent a really interesting article from the New York Times talking about how, um, you know, Twitter announced recently that they're going to be working from home forever now. That's their new policy. Because if you think about it, if you're a company like Twitter, where your engineers, your customer service team, like whoever else, they can all their, do their jobs remote. Why are you going to have the overhead of a physical office space? All that right. is adding to your bottom line. Right. Taking away from your bottom line, I should say. But are they, get, are they at least getting raises for that? <laughs> I mean, I would think that you would actually require less money if you're not commuting. That's true. And all of that. I mean, I'm sure though Twitter, like the Twitter office has, I, I, I've never been to the Twitter office, but like, you know, Google's offices and Amazon's offices, they have perks, you know, you have stocked kitchens and stuff like that. So I don't know what the, the comp looks like for the um, employees, but for a company, it makes sense, right? And this article in the New York Times was talking about how drastically this could potentially affect the um, real estate landscape in Manhattan because all of these gigantic companies are no longer re-signing leases or they're moving to smaller spaces or they're negotiating their terms or whatever it is. Yeah. And how that trickle down effect then as a taxpayer, like that affects, the, it's, it's like this whole thing. It's just wild to think about how much this has already affected our economy and our future. Right. Um, and, and yeah. And so I guess today, like I, I sort of recently, threw in the towel and just said like, fuck it. Because mm -hmm. I started quarantine, like I'm going to maintain my routine. So I ordered a treadmill and I ordered weights and I would get up every day and I would work out and I was like cooking and cleaning and I was homeschooling and doing science experiments and like all of this shit. And I was like, I was stressing myself out more so than the pandemic was stressing me out. It was a mixture of everything, I think. Where I... Mean, I from the get-go, I took a stance like, I'm not going to watch the news because nothing I can do is going to control what's being said. I don't know how factual the information that's being fed to us is. And the more I honestly, in this, in this instance, this is one of the very few instances where it was like, the more I know, the better off I am not. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like from yeah. a mental health perspective. So I have not watched the news. Actually, one day I turned on the news, like completely forgot what where I was and like what day it was. Right. And everybody was zoomed in, you know, like remotely. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And I just like shut it right off. I don't want to know. I don't yeah. want to know. And being in my bubble has kept me super sane. But I was stressing myself out trying to be like super productive in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to get shredded and my kid is going to be super fucking smart and I'm going to be hella productive and I'm going to bake all of the things. And then like two weeks ago, I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Like that's what, again, like that's what Crystal and I were talking about where initially, well, I guess like people have two different forms of coping, right? Where your version was like, just turn it on, right? Like I got to keep myself busy yeah. and then other people become almost like catatonic and they don't want to yeah. do that and they don't want to move and they don't want to go outside and they're just going to, or like they're going to do the bare minimum to like go to this food store. I'm one of those people. I will not go to stop and shop. It scares me to like walk in and see things empty though. I heard it's getting a lot better because people aren't panicking as much. Um, but it 
it's been like a real, it's hard to balance, I would say. So, um, but I also think it's important because with how we, you know, lovingly call it the COVID-19, I worry for like, I worry for my friends or for people that are really indulging too much in their anxieties and like eating a lot or like they just gave up on routines in general. And um, I think that really affects your mental health. And it's something that is important to be mindful of because not, no, the, the word, the wording, the saying um, like no better, do better has never like resonated with me more at that. And also an object in motion stays in motion. So I, and what I mean by this is um, for me, even when I take a rest day, like it's very difficult for me to get my body going the next day. It's like, ugh, like, holy shit. Like I, I feel like I haven't worked out in weeks mm-hmm. after one rest day. And what I want to encourage everybody to do is to definitely like I know it's hard and I know it's scary, but like put your mask on. If you feel like it, get outside and move your body and go for a walk because I don't want to see anybody. We all know, or like there's um, cases that people, not that you're going to get obese in a few weeks, but like, you know, there's cases that say like, if you have underlying health issues, if you have, you know, if you smoke, if you're overweight, a lot of these, this virus is you're more susceptible to, suffering from the virus. Um, so you just got to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and being active both mentally and physically. And I was reading that cannabis is possibly like a blocker or a cure. Um, well, that explains everything. And I said, Oh my God, that's why I'm so healthy. John, we like air five. I'm like, yeah, we're stoned to the bone most of the nights. Let's go. Um, I was, So first of all, I think that this is, I want to take a second to acknowledge anybody that has an eating disorder or a um, complicated relationship with food, because I think that this time is a time that is definitely like magnifying those issues. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I was like, fuck it is because obviously like I'm, I count macros and I try to have a healthy relationship with food, but like, I don't know if any of us really do, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And the the second that I was like, that I like let go of all of the pressure I was putting on myself was the second that I realized that I was no longer reaching for a snack when I wasn't hungry or having three cups of coffee when I really didn't need all that caffeine or, you know, like what whatever, like I was making healthier choices as opposed to like junk food choices because stress eating is a thing. And I actually pulled up um, an article from Psychology Today, which I want to preface this by saying I love Psychology Today because I think it's a really great resource for finding like mental health professionals. But they have this article on what is the quarantine 15, why it's bad for you, and six steps to avoid it. And I was sort of like, come on, guys, like you can do better than this. Mm-hmm. And it basically talks about stress eating and how stress has a really powerful effect on the diet, on the appetite, but eating doesn't actually reduce stress. It just like temporarily makes you feel better, dopamine, all of that shit that we already know and we've already talked about. Um, and that we crave all of these carbs and fats and sugars for a quick energy boost because it acts like a tranquilizer, but really like in the long term, it's not good for us. Things that we know, we already know this. The part that really pissed me off was how to break the cycle. 
One, eat nutritious foods. Two, portion meals. Three, practice mindful eating. Four, inventory your kitchen. Five, change your routine. Six, exercise self-care. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> you guys you guys are supposed to be like one of the best resources in mental health. And you're telling me to like fucking monitor my portion sizes. Do you really think that I, when I'm reaching like into, you know, the raw cookie dough that I'm minding my fucking portion sizes, like get out of here. I think that for me and obviously like everything, different strokes for different folks, right? Like things work for different people. But for me saying to myself, eat the fucking cookie dough, it's going to be okay. Allowed me to realize that I, I just actually don't need the cookie dough. Or that you're like, even if say like you did wait, like say like you gave yourself permission to like eat something that you feel like you shouldn't, right? But you're like, I'm just gonna have the serving size. Sometimes it's just like, oh, I don't even need that much. Like, oh, that's yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. so, so I totally get what you're saying because it's like, oh, thank you for the new fucking information. <laughs> I mean, like practice mindful eating. Who the fuck is stressed the fuck out and being like, I should really be mindful of my food choices and have some carrot sticks. This time, this time last year we were getting ready to go. Oh no, we were getting ready to go to Puerto Rico. And, um, I was like mindful. I was intuitive eating and I was at the heaviest that I had been in a while. I was like 170 pounds when we went, I'm 150 pounds now. So I lost 20 Mm -hmm. pounds in a year and I was like, all right, A, I can't mindful eat because, or like intuitive eat. (laughs) Because because my mind is telling me to eat. (laughs) And my intuition is a a fat girl. And so she like, (laughs) you know, she loves food and I love food. Like I just love fucking food. So I'm like, yes, whatever. Like you, I feel like everybody, if if food didn't make you fat, you'd be fucking eating all the time. John and I were actually like over the, my birthday weekend, we got like, I ate, a whole wheel of brie cheese. I love brie. I paid for it. My weight went up nine pounds from like weight and bloat Uh, and everything. And then like a day later it went down because I just like drank water and ate salad. And I was like, okay. I think your scale is fucked up too. (laughs) No, it's not. It's a new one. It's a new one and it's good. So shut the fuck up. But I said to John, I was like, John's like, he shaded the shit out of me. He's like, "Um, well, I eat to live. I don't live to eat. Oh, and I was like, also, uh, he wasn't yeah. being mean. He was just saying it. But I was just like, A, how did we get this far in our relationship? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, B, don't ever talk to me like that ever again. Seriously. <laughs> and um, then I, while I go and reheat more brie cheese. I, Jesse's really good about, like, if something is really good, I don't care that I'm full. I'm still eating because it tastes really good. Jesse's really good too about, like, when he's full, he stops. And I'm like, and then he's like, I just don't eat like that. And you're like, how dare you? Eat like what, motherfucker? But like, um, it's just important to, to uh, yes, be mindful of what you're eating. But also, like, this is what I say to people that will complain to me about that they're gaining weight or like, oh, I can't stop eating. I get it. I've been there. And especially when you're like at home and you're like, what else am I going to fucking do? You're forced to be home. You're forced to... Like you're going to buy things that don't go bad that quickly. So usually it's not like the best or most Mm -hmm. nutritious, but like, if you just like look at your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, this is how I started like with anything breakfast. I had a, like, this is hypothetical. Um, I had a bagel lunch. I had a sandwich and chips dinner. We had pasta. That's like three carb heavy meals Mm -hmm. that like you can replace one with in Mm -hmm. the morning, have eggs instead Mm -hmm. or whatever. So if you do like a little inventory of like what you're eating, when you're eating it, and are you moving your body? 
like that will help you at least maintain instead of just right. like, because every day, if that's what you're eating, there's no other way than for your body to retain it. Right. And so you need to just be mindful of like, oh, or if you start to feel uncomfortable in your body, you ever feel like bloated and just like, you oh. know, it, it, that's literally how I feel today. Cause we had Cuban last night and I'm like, oh, but, um, you know, you just can sense it. It's just like uncomfortable. And then when you wear clothes, even if it doesn't look bad, you just feel like it looks yeah, bad. Totally. You know, you just have to be able to drink a lot of water, be mindful of what you're doing. What am I fucking eating? Is this good for me? And that's how you go. Um, I also think that you need to be mindful of what you're consuming from a perspective of like content, media, energy, stuff like that. Because I feel like at least on my Instagram feed, there are two people. There's the person who is like using this time to shred the fuck down and they're posting their abs, all 22 packs of them. And they're posting their like protein concoctions. Or there are the people that are like, full-fledged like let go like yeah gray hair everywhere don't care about what they look like shoving all of the stuff in their mouth drinking all of the things um but there's like all of the people that are in the middle are like sort of just like sitting quietly and like not making noise and so therefore they go unrecognized and I think that that's important too because this whole time I'm scrolling, right, social media, and I'm looking at these people comparing myself to them. But, like, why why, why am I doing that? Oh, yeah, you can't compare your quarantine to someone else's quarantine because it's your, so your different. And someone else's journey in general. But, like, especially now when everyone is on, like, on edge, on alert, like, there's nothing, there's no real escape from it. Right. It's just really important. Like unfollow those people, mute them. Mute is my favorite function. You Me don't too. have to unfollow them. If they're someone you know, then just mute them. So you don't have to see the crap that they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like you don't want it to bring you down. You don't want it to affect your state of mind. Um, so I think that that's really important too, which is another reason why I avoid the news at all costs. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the middle of both things. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in the middle. I, I definitely make a point to be active. And then I also don't mind like drinking Prosecco and then eating edibles and then all the snacks that come along with my, my munchies. Yeah. I mean, I've been not denying myself food. That's for sure. But also like my only chance at getting out of the house is going for a run. So I've been running my socks off. It's so good though. So that's like your new thing, right? You've been running. My new thing. So I know you had like knee issues in the beginning. And then after you kind of persevered through your knee issues, then I started having hip issues. Mm-hmm. And now my hip, I mean, yesterday I did almost five miles and my, my hip wasn't bothering me, but good. time for a rest day. I have to like, I have to in, like self-enforce rest days because I know I don't have anything else to do. So it's like, why don't I just go for a run today? I'm going to go for a walk after this, but It's also interesting because there's a lot of things that I've been doing that I, that I normally, I guess, do in my regular life, but like they've become a little bit obsessive. Like what? 
so like I've been obsessively cleaning. Like if my house is not clean, like because I'm sitting in it all the time, if my house is right. clean, I get like nasty. Yeah. So I'm constantly cleaning. I feel like I do dishes 72 times a day. I've been reading books like it's nobody's business. Also, side note, if you have a Kindle, um, there's an app called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, where you can rent ebooks through your local library because books are, are expensive. expensive. <laughs> I mean, like they add up like one book, $15, whatever. But when you're reading a book every few days, like I've been doing, um, it really adds up. So shout out to the Libby app, even though the user experience kind of sucks, it's still really, um, helpful. Um, but I also like, haven't been listening to podcasts. I haven't really been, um, Oh, I have. You haven't? No, I don't know why. I Because when I run, I listen to music or Peloton, and then I don't have any other time unless I'm not in my house. Yeah. But I haven't been, like, socializing really that much. Like, the first few weeks, I was, like, really social, and, like, there was a goddamn Zoom happy hour every single day, and we were, like, house partying and, like, FaceTiming and, like, whatever. Not so much anymore. And I also um, have not been shopping. I've been doing all of those things, <sighs> like straight up. Like I have, I bought my Lululemon sets, which I told you guys about earlier, but I also, it was also like a birthday treat to myself. Cause I always like spend a little on myself for my birthday. So that was my birthday. I have been talking to my friends more, like making sure that I'm like staying in touch. And, um, it's, it's actually been really nice, like FaceTiming and talking, which I really enjoy. Yeah. I know some people are like, Oh, that's cuckoo loco, but not me. It's been like quarantine for me has been weird, um, which we like discussed in earlier episodes. But for me, I'm just like working every other day. So I have some sort of normalcy. And then like you, I've been running and I guess it's like a thing now because people are like, oh my God, you're, you're a runner. I'm like, I'm not a fucking runner. I would like to remind everybody that I am not a runner. This is how I cope. Like this yeah. is how I'm coping. Cause I can't go to the gym. I can't teach. I really, really, really miss teaching a lot. And I miss that paycheck. That was nice. Um, so I'm like missing that for sure. But I also miss like seeing the student. They're not my student, you know, my students, I guess. But like they're my, my friends, really. My buddies. Attendees? Um, I don't know. Yeah. They are your students. I mean, you're teaching the class. So I Yeah. But um, you were saying before that like once you like let go um, and you've had progress like with your body and like how you're just like you're still keeping routine and, and doing things, but just not as like pressure filled. Like today, even like just going for a walk. I also went for a walk to get a bagel. I walked three miles specifically so I can get a bagel. So <laughs> um, that's an uphill climb too. From, your house from, to me, from my house. Yeah. I went up Mount Vesuvius mm-hmm. and then back fucking down. Like it, so it's super I, funny how you always think like when you're driving around that all the roads around your house flat. are flat and then you try to run them and you're like, what the fuck? This is a f- fucking steep ass hill. Yep. Absolutely. Park Ave. So uh, Park Ave, um, so, uh, it is a slow burn of Park Ave. If anybody is from Rutherford, New Jersey and knows if you've ever walked that shit on foot, it's like you, I don't even know. But I even feel like walking it, like I've walked, I, before we started, it's hard. Running, I walked it and I didn't notice how how much of a hill it was until I started trying to run that shit and I was like no uh yeah it's impo- it's impossible to avoid though impossible so it's a main artery in this bitch so um but with running which again like normally I'm not a runner 
and I feel like this is the same for you. And we've just, we've discussed this. My body has changed. Like where I was struggling to lose, like, or to get under 150. Now I'm like bouncing it like back and forth, like 149, 150, 148, 150. And I'm like, holy shit. Because a few months ago I was like almost 160 and yeah, I, I was that goes to show for like the power of switching up your routine. Like muscle 100%. memory is Ugh. such a real thing that when you do the same thing over and over again, not only does it become easy or for your body to do it, but it also becomes harder for your body to like shed what you don't need. It doesn't yeah. burn energy as efficiently. So I agree. Like running has totally totally changed my body. I mean, I think I lost like, I lost like 2% body fat. And like, I mean, I don't, I can't say how long it's been because I never weigh myself ever, but I had my check-in this week and my coach was like, this has been your best check-in yet. Like, whoa. And so then after she said that I weighed myself and I saw that I lost a few LBs, which I was not mad about, but I really think that, you know, when you stress out, your body produces cortisol. And when your body produces cortisol, it holds on to all of that stress weight, especially around your midsection. So there really is like something to be said around like, it's so much easier said than done, but like fucking just let it go, man. Like, in we're Costa awesome. Rica, in sorry, and in, to interrupt you, in Costa Rica, uh, in November, like my intention that I set in that retreat was to go into 2020 surrendering and stop, stop stressing about shit that I can't fucking control. Mm-hmm. And of course, for the first three months of 2020, I didn't do that. But then, then this COVID forced, forced you to do yeah, it. <laughs> it forced me to learn how to let go a little bit, and especially like trying to move during all of this. Like I'm still struggling with like trying to control all of the moving parts that go along with selling a house and moving across the country. But it's been a lot less stressful because you don't have other things going on. Yeah. Like, so you have that time to be able to do it. And I just want to say too, we are not telling y'all to go out and start running down the street. Like don't start running just to start running because you're like, Oh, I mean, not that we're so heavily influencing on you guys, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, like this is how we're coping with our, you know, our new normal. And, um, but obviously you guys know that we're big proponents of just like moving your body. So however that looks for you, do that. Um, and take note of what makes you feel good and do yeah, that. Exactly. Like if you feel good walking around the block, walking around the block two times, do two times and that's yeah. it. And then come home. But yeah. like, it is what it is. And as long as you are mentally feeling good and feeling strong, but we are, we also want you to be like proactive about it and not just be like, Oh, I'll do it. This is what gets me. Okay. And this is what I struggle with because I have people in my life that have come to me before and have said, what are you doing? That's helping you lose weight. What are you? And then I will tell them like, again, I am by no means, and I I have to disclaim it, but I'm by no means like some skinny little thing. I am not, but I have lost weight and I'm here now. And so when people come to me, my, the advice that I can give them is move your body and eat better or like drink a lot of water, right? Like normal things. And the best thing is to remain consistent. But what I cannot handle is people saying, I don't have the time (gasps) to do a workout. I don't have the time to meal prep. Well, now, now you have nothing but time. You have no, you have no excuse. So, and this is where I think like, you got to put like your ass to the flames, right? 
or your feet to the fire, whatever. Um, whichever side we're going front or back, I just envision somebody like farting into a fire. So, so, but at the same time, what I think is really important is like, be fucking honest with yourself. Like, I don't have time. I don't have time, but now you do, and you're still not doing it. So what is it? Yeah. You know, and the most, you don't want to be uncomfortable and just don't. And honestly, selfishly, don't fucking waste my time. If you're going to call me telling me that I can, and I don't know what's happening. Oh, and then (laughs) I'd be upset about it. And I'm like, I, you've been home for 10, almost 11 weeks. And all I see you doing is like baking bread and making fresh pasta and doing all these things that are completely the opposite of what you said you say your goal is yeah, yeah exactly and now like i understand that it's difficult okay let me be devil's advocate because you know i'm always the middleman here I, I play both sides i understand that it's stressful and it's hard to find things at food stores and no, stuff not. but someone's gonna say that no, someone's gonna not. say that everyone whole foods is delivering now i got an instacart from shop but not everybody yesterday but not everybody can afford whole foods so let's like i got an instacart from shop right yesterday because i knew you were going to say that like you don't even have to go to the grocery store anymore. As a matter of fact, I actually think that getting grocery delivery is actually better because you're not in the store tempted to buy a bunch of shit that's not on your list. Right, right. So oh. I'm like super strategic about what I'm putting in my cart. And Instacart, you can get delivery from all of the places. That's what I heard. Oh, that's, yeah, John's sister right, was telling me that. Whatever. But like, you put your shit in your cart and you check out and you move on instead of like, oh, roaming the cookie aisle and picking up like whatever shit that you don't need. So that like not having time and not having money and all, and as a matter of fact, all of those apps allow you to shop for a deal better than if you're in the store and you're like, oh shit, organic strawberries are five ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like, and um, going on the topic of money. Now, y'all can't go to the fucking gym anyway, right? So, like, w- don't use the excuse of, like, I can't afford it. I can't afford a gym membership. You guys see people running everywhere. Running, and walking, all of these biking. app-based things are doing extended free trials and whatever. Yo, get resourceful. If you don't yeah. have the resources, get creative. Right. And it's hard because, like, I want... My goal is that obviously not to like shame anybody into working out or, but I no, just but reassess your goals. Right. And then also I just want to make sure that you guys know, like you are capable and you are able to do anything that you set your fucking mind to, but you can't, don't just say things to say things. You have right. to walk the walk too. And, um, you know, to do, Guys, intention and purpose, 2020, regardless of whether we're in quarantine or not, that's what we should be doing. Everything is done with a reason. So I think it's really important to um, just do what you say you're going to do and then be able to move forward and do that because you have the time and you have the space. And I don't want to, I guess for lack of a better term, I don't want to like fat shame anybody or make you feel like what you're doing isn't productive. I just want you to be mindful because at some point you're going to be uncomfortable if you continue doing what you're doing. And like then if that's the case and like working out really isn't a priority to you and you want to take this time to eat your homemade pasta and your bagels and whatever, then accept that and accept the fact that your body might change. And you might not feel mm. as good. And you need to just know that that 
is a very realistic possibility of what is going to happen at the end of this quarantine. And then you can't complain about it and you can't be like blindsided by it. You just have to expect it basically. Right. You know, so reassess those goals. If, if you can't prioritize working out and eating healthy and meal prepping or whatever, then is your goal really to get into a healthier place in your body? If it's exactly. not, that's fine. That's totally yeah. fine. If you're, if you're like, my goal in this quarantine is to learn how to make some fucking carbonara and have a great time with my family and do some jigsaw puzzles, that's okay too. First of all, share carbonara. Oh my God, I want carbonara me. so bad. <laughs> Please. Because we'll fucking eat it and then we'll just run away. <laughs> if you make carbonara and you need taste testers, holler at your girls. <laughs> from six, we'll do it from six feet. We don't care. Just try and like throw it. We'll catch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we'll catch it in our mouths. No problem. We're, we're basically dogs <laughs> anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, okay, so that got a little intense, but we have good intentions and we just want everyone to see the silver lining in this downtime. And yeah, we, we want everyone to come out of it stronger and you know, we're by no means perfect and we're by no means Mm-mm. on all the time. Actually, we probably got a little feisty today because we're both PMSing, which is so fucking typical um, that we would PMS together. But, you know, we're all in this weird place of instability. We're all in it together. So let's just be super self-aware and recognize our strengths and own our weaknesses and get through this shit. I agree. I can't stress enough that I just, okay, stick with me real quick, okay? I just think that this downtime is like a very big, like eye opener and like a clean, like a, it's a palate cleanser, right? So any of the things that weren't serving you that are no longer in your life right now due to quarantine, you should be recognizing that. And um, when we're finally out, because we will get out of this, when we're finally out continuing on that path of like, whatever is making you feel good and feeling fulfilled. Um, we obviously, we as a, a business and as partners, we care about fitness. So like, that's our thing where like we make time and like, this is the time where you have a blank slate and you can make your completely new schedule to what you want. You want to be a morning person? Go to bed a little earlier, figure it out. You want to work out first thing in the morning? Start that routine now because it's easier because you don't have anything after it if you're not going to work, you know? Or even if you are going to work, try and figure it out. You're going to work on your dining room table like I am. Like it cuts a lot of time out in the middle. Yeah, Yeah. so like the the commute time, right? just like the bullshitting of like talking to other people when you're, when you're at work and, and lunch breaks, all these things can be implemented into bettering your health and like bettering your heart and strengthening relationships. So whatever, or like you can, how you could have found a hobby and you're like, look at me, I'm going to sell knitted scarves to everyone that I know from here on out. Right. You might've done it and it's excellent. Or you start fucking knitting. You're like, this shit sucks. Why did I take this up? I bought all this yarn how can I sell this? Because I don't want it anymore. You know, like you're going to like anything. It's going to be, you're going to find things. You're going to like them. You're going to fucking hate them. That's okay. You don't have to be super productive, but we also don't want you to just be sedentary and yeah. not do anything. I think there has to be, you don't have to be an extreme. This is the one time where we want y'all in the fucking middle, do a yeah. little bit of everything. Yeah. Agree. So, yeah. 
meet, meet us in the middle. Baby. <laughs> right. I won't, I won't sing for you guys. Don't worry. Um, that being said, if you want to talk some more about the quarantine 19, the COVID 19, holler at your girls. Issa's doing a weird shuffling action right now. Also, if anyone has a Peloton, mine's coming in on Thursday. If you have the app, be my friend. Let's be friends. What's your name on the app? Just like my Instagram, Isabel Louise underscore. I don't know what my thing Yours is. Yours tail. Taylor Free Love. Oh, yeah, mine's Taylor Free Love. And I actually went in to try and figure out how to change that, uh, but I don't know how. So find us on Instagram, Isabel Louise underscore, The Balanced Rebel, Wanna Vibe Podcast, Wanna Vibe Podcast on Facebook, Wanna Vibe Tribe is the secret Facebook group. And we love you guys so much, and we appreciate you, and we are here with you, and we will get through this. Stay happy, stay healthy. Peace out. Bye. Bye.